right, so it seems like we had some, some um, what do you call them, technical difficulties, but we're back now. I'm here, and I hope y'all can hear me because because here, here we go. I'm, I'm not I'm not going to keep doing this all day. So uh, our our dad, are you with me? All, all right, Doc, can you hear me? Micah, can you hear me? Any Anybody, can anybody hear me? I can hear you just fine. I can hear you just fine now, brother. All right. Well, there it is. Here we go. We are live right here on Intelligent Ignorance. Is there no feedback or anything? No feedback at all. Your microphone is working fine. All right, beautiful, beautiful. So we're, we're here live on Intelligent Ignorance. My man Mike is calling in from, from, uh, from the Richmond area. And uh, Ardot, I'm trying to, trying to, trying to, Ardot, can you hear me? If Ardot I can hear can you, Ardot can be able to hear you. Okay, so Ardot, we can't hear you. Just letting you know that right now. So hit us up, 215-383-3992. We are here live on Intelligent Ignorance. We're talking about Kansas City Chief star running back, or actually former Kansas City Chief star running back, Kareem Hunt. And we are going to be talking about Pelesi. Pelesi equals pay less. So let's talk about that. So, Micah, have, have, are you, have you heard about these stories yet, Micah? I don't know anything about that Pelesi, but I've really heard about the Kareem Hunt situation. I'm so disappointed in the Kansas City Chiefs for overreacting uh, to this situation. I, I, with the details and all the information that's been coming out, um, they had a whole, seems like, eight months of knowledge prior to them having a whole season uh, almost halfway through the season, leading the AFC division, uh, period, and about to have a home field and a bye throughout the playoffs. Yeah, the timing is very interesting how they chose to do that, man. I, I don't, I don't understand what's going on here. Well, I mean, here, here's here's how, how it's brought to my attention. Ardot, can you hear me? I think you're back with us. I can hear you loud and clear. All right, beautiful, beautiful. So here's here's what what I'm what it, what it seems like. This is what I'm looking at right here with the with the. Um, um, the cream hunt situation. Okay, so this is how it was presented to me. This video that came that has come out recently of Kareem Hunt alleged of allegedly Kareem Hunt, uh, former Kansas City Chiefs running back, kicking a, a a woman while she's on the ground. Um, and subsequently, the Kansas City Chiefs cut Kareem Hunt, and I believe the NFL has suspended Kareem Hunt. Um. And of course, he has—he's not had his date in court yet, for, to the best of my knowledge. But um, you know, as we know with the NFL and and and, the, and recent things that have happened with players in the NFL, the NFL tries to get in front of these things kind of kind of quickly. Uh, Ray Rice, because of the Ray Rice situation, and when Ray Rice, when what happened to Ray Rice, they didn't they did really act right away until the video came out. When the video came out, it made everything look worse. In this situation, we have Kareem Hunt, and we have a video. And the video looks terrible. So, um, Ardot, let me get your opinion on that while we're here. And, and I'm going to apologize to everyone for the technical difficulties, but we're here now. we got 50 minutes left in the show, and we're going to get it in. So, Ardot, when you saw this video and you heard the news that came down, what was your first reaction? Oh man, my my first reaction was this is Ray Rice all over again. 
but again, I didn't have any information. I didn't have any context to it at that point. I had just got the breaking news alert that uh, Kareem Hunt had been sent home from practice due to the video surfacing on uh, TMZ Sports. So I went to uh, TMZ Sports to check out the video. As you know, went checked out the video, saw exactly what happened, and uh, man, I just thought this is really bad. But I had to immediately draw that conclusion that hey, this is not the Ray Wright situation, this is not domestic violence, even though it looks really similar. Because uh, the Ray Wright situation, even though it was in a hotel, it looked really similar video type, uh, they were in a hotel. Uh, but that was Ray Rice's fiance or girlfriend at the time, now wife. Uh, Kareem Hunt, we don't know what this relationship is with this young lady. Uh, but, you know, when he just seeing the video and you see him push her in the head and then she hits the ground and you see him go to kick, it, mm-hmm. I immediately said his career is over. And rightfully yeah, so. I, I don't see how another team could actually – really bring him on you know um and, and shout out to everybody that's checking me out on uh on, on facebook live right now um we're, we're talking the kareem hunt video the kareem hunt situation kansas city chief former kansas city chief star running back uh who was released by the team yesterday in lieu of a video that was was released of him of allegedly him cutting i'm sorry uh kicking a a female young woman on the ground in a hotel in Cleveland. Was it Cleveland or somewhere in Ohio? Um, yeah, he was in Cleveland. So what what we are, we're, we're discussing this case, and, and RDOT and I, we were um, discussing pre-show that what is going on with a lot of, with these NFL players and these um, violent situations, the assault situations, the battery situations. And, um, you know, <clears throat> most recently, right before this was Reuben Foster, who was a um, he, he's a linebacker for San Francisco now, I believe. Um, he was just picked up by the Washington Redskins. Um, domestic violence uh, arrest. Okay. Then you have um, a little earlier in the year, um, in, at the August, you had Caleb Jones with a, des- a domestic assault arrest. Vernon Butler, an assault arrest. Ricky Seals-Jones, assault arrest. I'm sorry, uh, Vernon Butler was cited on his assault. Um, Logan, no, Logan, no, Logan Woodside was not an assault case. You had, um, I'm looking at the list right now. Uh, there was a couple more, hold on. Uh, domestic violence, Michael Bowie. New York Giants, Sean Smith, Oakland Raiders, assault, Dante Fowler, battery. Okay, you just have all these things. Damian Wilson, assault charge uh, and the gun charge. You have all these things, and, and we got comments coming in from the um, from the Facebook Live. Say, I, you know, I don't understand. Rob Bell says, I don't understand why these grown men keep doing this. And that's something we don't understand. We, we just can't understand why, you know, these things happen. People say, you know, they play a violent sport and they just have violence. In their system. Now, look, you, they, you you play a sport, and you live a life. Okay, the, you these things you have to try to keep separate. I I don't know any other way to say it. Okay, you have your work life, you have your life life, and any any man, I don't care, I don't care where you, you know the status. If you're going to put your hands on a female, 
you might as well go ahead and turn yourself in right now. Because you're not, you you really, you shouldn't be putting your hand, unless, unless this female is just hauling off and whooping your ass, you don't need to be putting your hands on the, on the female. It just is what it is, man. Call me old-fashioned, call me what you want. Ain't no reason to put your hands on the female. 215-3992. We got Micah that's called in from the Richmond, Virginia area. And he is uh he has his, his opinions on this. And the mic, I'm gonna give you the floor again. You spoke earlier, I wanna give you the floor again. So uh first and foremost, I, I totally agree with your last statement when it comes to uh violence against women. Uh I am not a person who is uh a proponent of, hey, you know, uh go ahead and beat up women because uh, whatever. No. But I, I do tell people all the time, keep your hands to your goddamn selves. And if you don't want to be treated like a man, then don't put your hands on the man in the way that he's going to end up lashing out and knocking you square out. So as my, uh, as my son, as my son here asking to help him fix his toy, but you know, here's the thing about this situation. Um, I found out some details and stuff due to the bleacher report that I, that I read online. Um, Kansas city and the NFL, Look horrible in this, not because they suspended Kareem Hunt. They did what they had to do. It's because they already knew. They knew in February, and then they had the audacity. Some people had the audacity to say that. Well, they said that Kareem Hunt lied about the situation. Well, last I checked, the NFL, even though they don't have, uh, let's see, processing powers like the police, are still allowed to be able to do investigations to the level in which they could have found a daggone video. That video just wasn't out. That video was over ten months old. So with a video that's over 10 months old, you're telling me with a video that's over 10 months old, you knew about the situation and wanted to put him on the commissioner's exempt list. You did all those mm. things prior to the new season coming out, but all of a sudden now that the video is here, oh, well, I guess um, I guess we got to let you go now. What so what you you're do? saying is you know that, that this video no, was seen knew. by – by by Kansas City and the NFL prior to it coming out. I can't I can't I can't attest to whether or not to, to whether or not Kansas City and and the NFL actually saw the video. I can attest that based on the re- report that I read from the Bleacher Report that they knew about the situation. The police knew about the situation too. Obviously, they had access to the video. Here you have a high profile black male athlete. You have Becky who was involved. All the makings and trimmings of someone who need to get got because he ain't got no he ain't he ain't uh, in their hometown of Kansas City, so he shouldn't get no hometown discount. Look away by the police officers that some athletes do get uh, hit hit Jameis Winston uh, in Tallahassee. So if the police officers didn't find an actual charge to give him with, and the video that I saw, they were both interacting with each other, both of them putting their hands on each other, dude trying to break it up. Dude trying to break it up. He's like going back and forth with the dude trying to break it up. Knocks the dude into her. She's on the ground. And he gives her, when they say kick, they made it seem like the dude punting her. He gave her one of those get off me bro kicks. Okay? Now, I'm good. I'm not saying that he, what he did was right. What I'm saying is in the context of the situation, one, the optics don't even look that bad going bad when you actually see the video. Then you found out that Becky went on her MAGA mode and started using N-bombs in the midst of the conversation that they were arguing. And with some argument, and arguing with some black females that was also involved because maybe Becky, quote unquote, this is just me speculating now. The situation was that she got mad because they wanted her. I guess they wanted to hook up with someone in his entourage, and she didn't want to do it. Was Becky an escort? Was Becky a lady of the evening? I'm speculating on that. I'm asking that question. But you just don't randomly just get mad. Have an argument, drop in bombs with people if something didn't set you off. And also, Cream Hut didn't look like the kind of guy that would just be set off by Becky just yelling at him and cussing him out. 
she did something else. So mm. there's a lot more stuff to unpack than was in that just video. But okay. the thing that really gets me is not that Kareem Hunt is Kareem Hunt still made a mistake and he's still gonna get his consequences for it, regardless. What what disappoints me the most is the people who that employ him and the people that's supposed to be oversighting this once again dropped the ball because it wasn't that you didn't know. <laughs> you knew. And you did not do your due diligence then in February after the season was over. Everything could have died down. This story could have been done and gone. Now you're going to have to deal with this for the rest of your daggone season. So it seems like kind of like, okay, let me me, me touch on some of the things you say. It seems like you're kind of saying that, and it makes perfect sense, that there are multiple people involved in this situation. You have Kareem Hunt. You have the the young lady that was on the – that was um that was that was uh kicked or hit. Uh you have the people that were with them, you have the police, you have the people in the hotel. There were many people that ha- were around this situation and what you're saying is this situation is just coming out now eleven months later. How exactly. you're saying like why why is that? Why is this just happening? Exactly. What is it now see I'm not a Mr. Conspiracy Theory Alex Jones level type, but when the Ray Rice situation happened like that was pretty close to when the situation incident actually happened. Like they 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 know they knew about it, they heard about it, you know, they had they they had the court stuff, they did all of that, but then it was like uh maybe a couple of weeks, if not more less than a month later, that the video came out. And then they then they went back and did what they had to do. So that was close together. You knew about the assault. You knew about this stuff, you knew about the, the altercation. He wasn't even charged with anything. So hold on. You have an altercation. He wasn't charged with anything. He wasn't charged with anything. Everyone seemed to have left it alone and everyone was just P was just PO'd and they just and they just left the situation. But then the video comes out after you already knew about all this stuff and you as the leadership didn't do your due diligence. And all of a sudden there's a problem. Oh, he gotta let him go. By the way, congratulations on having Kareem Hunt no Eagles next year. Because that's that that's because I mean, that's what's ending up gonna happen because when people start to really look at this particular situation, because all these situations involving violence with women are all snowflakes. They all are different, and they have their own unique circumstances. The unique circumstances in this is that there were way too many people involved, and too many people knew prior to this video coming out for them not to have done something in February or March. That's two where this is going to come in and how you can have advantage. We're talking about um, – Assault. We're talking about, and, and and guys, just let me know if you if you. I'm I'm dealing with an audio situation here, so let me know if you're hearing feedback or anything like that, so I can uh, so I can go ahead and um fix it. <laughs> um, uh, do there, I sound good? There is a double up on the feedback. Say it again. The feedback is the feedback is coming through. You hear the you okay. hear the. That be on speakerphone. My bad. Well, let me let me go ahead and uh, let me go ahead and fix that. I think that's the case. But so, all right. So, first of all, let me address this. The you know, people people texting me, telling me about the echo and all like that. All right, okay, all right. I, I'm taking care of it. <laughs> so, first of all, let me just say this. I. Seriously doubt Kareem Hunt will be an Eagle next year. I, yeah, although the Eagles need a running back, I seriously doubt it'll be an Eagle next year. The Eagles have kind Kareem of Hunt. he won't be in the NFL next year. 
I have to see this video. I can definitely see that happening. Ray Rice never made it back. Um, if Kaepernick can't get back in the NFL, Tyreek Hill, who beat up his pregnant girlfriend, verifiably beat up his pregnant girlfriend, has a job right now because there's no stupid video that doesn't show him assaulting and accosting, leaving bruises and marks on his daggone pregnant girlfriend. That dude is still a freaking Kansas City Chiefs. They did that due diligence with him, but not with Ty- well, not with Kareem Hunt. Come on, man. He's going to be in the NFL next year. You know what you said. The, and the, I'm, the and proof I'm not is in the pudding. It's the video. Not, the, video yeah, the video is the damning evidence, period. You put your hands on a female, you, you deserve whatever you get. But like you said, there's no video. And and, and when we're talking about the, the big bad NFL and their and their image problem, the video gives them a bigger image problem than, than talk. Talk can be forgotten. Right, we you can people forget about the show by, but video lasts forever. To be completely honest, how many people actually remember right now that Tyreek Hill did that? It's not many because once the talk died down, that's all they had to go off of. This video was going to live forever. Now it's on different points. It's on social media. The video is on TMZ. It's going to be linked with the Ray Rice situation for as long as this situation exists. And as long they already put him on the commissioner's exempt list, which was the same steps that they followed with Ray Rice. They already, the only other person that got away with what they did was Greg Hardy. And I'm not going to say he got away with it. He got another contract, but his career ended quickly. He got another contract with who? The, 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 the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, he went to the Cowboys. He went to the Cowboys, and, which we're not surprised. Cowboys, and then Cowboys, people that have a, a verifiable issues. They're not the only two teams, but they are known for picking up those people. So two one five three eight three three nine nine two. You can hit us up. We're talking Kareem Hunt, um, the assault video, and will he work in the NFL again? The two guys on the line right now says, well, one says he'll be an Eagle next year. I, I, I don't, I don't see that happening. One says he he won't be in the NFL at all. His career could be over. He might be playing in Canada or um, Nova Scotia. Or that is that is a uh, let me uh, let me change that. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll be playing in Rhine or something like that. Maybe he'll play with the Rhine Fire. Y'all remember the Rhine Fire? Maybe he'll be playing with them. Um, a little later we're going to talk about Pelesi. Rhine and, Fire uh, was ninety six. Something like that. It was about ninety six. Yeah. Um. Micah doesn't know what Pelesi. He, he wasn't. He didn't hear about this yet. All you got to do is go to my Facebook page, um, go down and, and and check out the uh, the video. No, sorry, not the video, but the uh, the the link I put on the Facebook page about Pelesi. Pelesi is the high end shoe store that was created by the owner of Payless, who created this store to show to to sell the Payless shoes that are like twenty bucks, thirty bucks. For hundreds of dollars, and people actually bought them. All the label slaves out there. Two one five three eight three three nine nine two. Hey, I call you label slave. I know. I was once a label slave. You know, I know people that are label slaves like now, and I stand by what I say. There are people that are label slaves. They will pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars for clothing that they can buy for ten dollars or less, but because it has a name, a nice label on it. No, it is what it is. And people get offended when I say it, but I don't care. It is what it is. You know, I'm, I'm not saying I don't have a, a label or two in my closet. 
I'm just saying people, there are people that will just go out of their way to get these high-end labels. But um, with that being said, we're going, I'm going to go back to Kareem Hunt. Um, and, and I want to go back to the NFL player arrest database, which I didn't know until today that there was a database for NFL arrests. And um, this is provided by USA Today. You can check that out. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't believe Kareem Hunt has been arrested yet, so he's not on this list, all right? Um, but on this list, you do have Reuben Foster, recently signed by the uh, that Washington football team. Um, and I'm just talking about assault and domestic violence uh, and battery arrests. There are, there are plenty more arrests. There's an eluding police arrest, which doesn't – listen, eluding police, to me, that means you were trying not to get arrested. Right. Well, people would say, well, if you're trying not to get arrested, then the easiest way to not get arrested is not do anything wrong. Well, that's not really the case for everybody, but that's a whole nother show. But if you do something wrong and you're trying to get away with it, you're going to run. And apparently running from the police is against the law. Okay. Hey, whatever. To me, it's part of the game. I, I don't do anything. I don't do wrong things. So it doesn't matter to me. But I don't want to get. Uh, I don't want to get a extra charge on top of something stupid that I've done because I was trying not to get arrested for the stupid thing that I did. Anyway, I digress. Domestic charge, domestic violence charges, battery charges, assault charges. You got uh, Reuben Foster, which I just said was uh, was resigned by Washington, um, was signed by Washington. Uh, Caleb Jones, Minnesota. He was the, he was arrested on domestic assault charges. Uh, Vernon Butler arrested, Ricky Seals Jones arrested, Marquez White arrested, Chris McCain arrested on a battery charge. What's the difference between battery and assault? Maybe somebody can call up and let me know. Um, You have uh, Alden Smith, domestic violence charge, coming back to March 2018. Ruben Foster, again, on this list from February 2018 uh, with another... um, another domestic violence charge domestic of uh, suspect of domestic violence possession of an assault rifle and making criminal threats in Los Gatos, California. Um, I know what you're alluding to, but go ahead. You just go ahead. No, I just want to let, I just want to <laughs> let you know the, the, the difference between assault when, when, when someone gets charged with assault and battery, the assault aspect is the threat is the threat and the presence of possible harm. The battery comes in when you actually put your hands on somebody. So I can so assault you without actually touching you. Huh? Is ba- so, okay, say that again. Okay, so it's, it's the weirdest thing. The assault aspect, even though when we think assault, I'm thinking I'm shooting a gun in, in, in a first-person shooter. But the assault in legal terms is the threat and the presence of, of the threat. So if I tell you I'm going to kill you, I'm in your presence, I'm in your, in your area, and I'm telling you, I'm coming towards you, I'm telling you, I'm going to kill you, I can't actually be charged with battery until I put my hands on you. Wow, okay. Until so I actually assault. do bodily harm, it's not called battery. It's just an assault. Assault, assault can just be verbal. It doesn't assault have can just be verbal. Yeah, because wow. all you're doing is threatening. Yes, battery is, act, is the actual physical act. Wow. Okay. Two one five three eight three three nine nine two. Hit us up. We just got the. We just got what the definition of assault, the, the the difference between assault and battery. Um, 
which I, you know, and this is intelligent ignorance. I didn't know the difference. Uh, assault can be verbal. Battery is always physical. Um, but the NFL has a problem with this. And shout out to everybody checking me out on Facebook Live. Um, the NFL has has a, a long going, a long standing history with assault issues. Um, I can remember being a kid watching Sports Center, seeing uh, NFL players being arrested for putting their hands on their on their on their spouse. One in particular, I remember, um, unfortunately, Warren Moon. I remember he was arrested, and he was wearing a, a wife beater T-shirt, which I I kind of think that's where <laughs> the wife beater, the name wife beater, came from. Um, you know, those those are actually called a shirts or something like that, but people call them wife beaters, and that's when I started calling them a wife beater T-shirt. But anyway, um, I mean, this is this has long been going on for a long time now. Micah earlier said that he, you know, uh, he, he alluded to Tariq Hill, who who beat up his pregnant girlfriend, but there's no video of Tariq Hill still playing. Ray Rice uh, hit his then fiance now wife. There was video of it. Before there was video of Ray Rice, he I think there was like a small suspension, maybe like three games or something like that. But then the video came out, and the NFL immediately say, "Oh, you got to go." Um, Tariq Hill, same situation. So the NFL has always had an issue with, and it's not just the NFL, but I'm picking on the NFL today. The NFL has always had an issue with there being players in their league that are are violent outside of the violent sport, but they chose to deal with it in a different manner in this day and age now that there's a video of these things the NFL tends to come down a lot harsher on situations where there's video why is it because there's public is it because it can be proven what do you think Ardot right now this whole public the whole PR issue this is going to be a PR nightmare for the NFL now they've already taken the steps like they did, like they should have from the beginning. They already look bad because like Micah alluded to earlier, they knew about this. This wasn't something that just came up yesterday. This was an incident that stemmed back. This was prior to the season. And it also makes the Kansas City Chiefs look bad because they knew about the incident. Again, it was prior to the season starting. Uh, It was after the Super Bowl. So, you had plenty of time to do your due diligence. There was interviews with Kareem Hunt before the season started. He talked about incidents that were learning experiences for him in the off season. We can only speculate that this was one of those incidents that he was talking about. There was also another incident, I believe, where he punched another man in the face uh, back in February too. But obviously, that one wasn't video. But now that there's now that the video footage of this has been released, I truly believe that the footage came out in effort to kind of change the tide of how things was going for the Kansas City Chiefs. They're nine and two. They're in first place. They're a sexy pick to win the AFC. Uh, we just saw the the matchup between them and the Rams. Uh, so it's one of those things where you know where it was headed. And all of a sudden, this comes out now. 
Uh, but can, it I says ignorant, can I get real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something you just said, um, you know, they were the sexy pick to win the AFC. And um, I agree. Did Bill Belichick put this video out there? You know what? As, as, as dirty as Belichick is, I don't think it was him. Now, I don't know, man. Here's what I, I think it was. I think it was the Philadelphia brass, to be honest. Oh, my God. Oh, now, now I, say I, I, I say it was the Philadelphia brass because you know they feel some kind of way about Andy Reid having all the success. No, I'm happy for Andy Reid having the success. And I think most uh, of Philadelphia is, is is somewhat happy for Andy because Andy Reid had the success here. He just didn't win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't know how Philadelphia can feel saucy. They're the ones with the Super Bowl, and he ain't got it. Yeah, we won. <laughs> I mean, won he, he came close. He came close about five times. Well, well, six times. Well, five five times, really just one time because he actually got there with the T.O. and, and McNabb combo. That was a good combo, uh, Jay Chris. I had a really good combo. Hey, look. All right, look. Listen. I I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to relive that because that that was our time. That should have been ours. I don't want to relive that. Okay, I shouldn't have brought it up. We get we get so but, quick to blame Belichick, man. I I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to blame Belichick. He saw them as the only threat to them uh, repeating as AFC champions. Bill Belichick put that video out there. He put some type <laughs> of some type of divisiveness in the in the locker room of the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, but what it's going to do is going to make the Chiefs stronger and bring them together. And and and, and well, I don't really know. I don't, I don't care what happens to the Kansas City Chiefs. Honestly, I'm an Eagles fan. Um, and uh, and and our dot and 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 Micah are Colts fans. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, what I hope hey, is we having Colts a good hey, we having a good year, bro. I did not expect to see this happening. Comeback player uh, of the year. He ain't gonna get the MVP though. He ain't gonna get the MVP. But but my I, I'll be more than happy to take the comeback player of the year. Oh, he's going to get yeah. comeback player of the year. My expectation was yeah. 6 and 10, so we're, we're already above expectation for my Colts right now. I didn't expect Man, you, anything. Oh, you, had a, you had an expectation of 6 and 10? Yeah. Man, you, you, got, you, got, you got more faith than I do. I was thinking more so 4. I was thinking more so 4 <laughs> and 12 because cause I didn't know how his arm was going to be after he got that shoulder injury. But there's not a coach based show. So I apologize. I apologize, Eric. There's not a coach show. Uh, hey, all right. No I, show. I was letting you guys have your moment because uh, – it's almost time for us to talk about Pelesi. And I just thought it was so interesting. Um, of course, you can still hit us up, and, and if you have any anything you want to say about um, Kareem Hunt and the NFL's uh, is, issues with a lot of arrests in their league. I know all leagues have arrests. Baseball has their share, football, uh, basketball, hockey. Soccer even has arrests. I don't know if cricket. I don't know if they have arrests. I don't, I don't, I'm not really into the lives of the cricket players and, um, you know, all like that. But 215-383-3992, you know, hit us up if you want to talk about the uh, the assault uh, uh Kareem Hunt. But we're switching gears a little bit right now. We're going to talk about Pelesi, the high-end shoe store, created by the, the, the owners of, I almost said Walmart, created by the owners of Payless to sell you $20 shoes, for three hundred and twenty dollars, and people are paying it. Hit us up two one five three eight three three nine nine two. Our dot. I saw this. I saw this uh, article last night. I thought it was funny. 
And then this came after we talked, we spoke about the Kareem Hunt situation. So I didn't even think about putting it in the show. But then I woke up this morning and I saw it again. And I said, you know what? We have to put this. We have to add it to the show. I just got a text uh, from somebody said he thought it was an Italian company at first. And and, pre, and pop, people probably did. I mean, it has a, an Italian name to it. If you if you see the pictures of the store itself, it has a high end store look. You know the you, you got to see the pictures. It it almost looks like like well, it almost looks spa like, but it definitely looks high end. Um, Ardot, when you saw this, I, I, my first my first reaction was to laugh. I thought it was funny as hell. What what was your reaction to it? Man, I thought this was absolutely genius. For one, it's the same marketing tactic that every other business technically uses. Um, I mean, Nike makes a shoe for 20 bucks and sells it for 200 So it's, it follows the marketing of what every other business does right now. Reebok. Uh, Shiz, I'm on Instagram Live right now. Shiz X just said Reebok did the same exact thing. Uh, but it, it was absolutely genius. What they did was they brought in these influencers and individuals who are attracted to the high-end fashion and basically just put lipstick on a pig. I mean, they came in, they set up this store, and they said, hey, we're in a location where everything else, we're surrounded by high-end fashion. We are going to sell these $20 shoes in, in a store where people come to spend four or five, six hundred dollars, and I mean, people bought it. It's amazing what we do in our society when you think, not what you know, what you think mm-hmm. is high end. Because these these are the they're twenty dollars shoes, so they were twenty dollar Payless shoes, which means that they were really made for like five bucks. Now. Uh, um, Ryan on my IG live had also brought up the fact, you know, basically champion something from our youth. You got clowned for wearing champion back in 1992. And now champion, they're selling these joints for 80, 90, a hundred dollars for a sweatshirt. When we could get those back in 91 for 10 bucks. Cause it, it wasn't the brand that people wanted to be associated with. So now that you assume and you think, uh, I'm trying to think of who, Jay, I think I was with you at the mall when we saw Cross Colors. Yep, that was, yeah, that, it was like at this, the mall. It, it, I mean, they had it on prominent display. Cross Colors back then was something that you got clowned on wearing because we bought Cross Colors at the corner. We bought Cross Colors for 15 bucks, and right. now they're selling it a, a $100 sweatsuit. They're selling a $100 jumpsuit. Like, this is crazy. Oh, and I want to repeat the number, 215-383-3992 for everybody watching on the IG Live because I yes, see a couple people. Everybody 215-383-3992 if you want to talk about it. We're talking about the uh, the marketing ploy. We want to call it a marketing ploy or a marketing genius. I don't even – really, I really feel like it was more so of an, a, um, an experiment a social experiment for the label slaves because if if you had put these same shoes in Payless, which they were, 
and put them on a rack, how they are in Payless, instead of putting them on a, a, a wall, the light wall and all like that, um, they wouldn't buy them. But you put that high label price tag and a, and a, and a brand that, that, that sounds Italian, okay, Palessi, people end up buying these shoes in droves. Okay, so look, let, let's think about it like this. People buy, people pay, I, I don't even know how much it costs. I, I'm not even going to try to put a price out there. But Gucci belts, people love to buy Gucci belts or Gucci slippers, Gucci shoe, whatever. I don't know how much this stuff costs. I've never bought a Gucci anything. Um, but you can buy these same slippers for a lot less without the colors on them and the label. But because they have the name on them, people are willing to pay hundreds of dollars on it just to say that they have on Gucci. Okay? Think about that. Um, people will buy... Now, I, I, I will admit, there are situations where um, you have um, a better quality in certain clothes that cost more money. Okay? But uh, in a lot of cases... You know, we're talking about the quality between a shirt that may cost a, a, a polo style shirt they may cost five bucks, and a Ralph Lauren polo style shirt that will cost over fifty bucks. The 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 the, the quality of the material, the quality of the shirt is definitely going to be different. Okay, but if you're buying a shirt, a polo style shirt for maybe thirty bucks. And you might be buying a, a polo style, Ralph Lauren style shirt that costs like 60, 70 bucks. That quality may not be that much different. But the name is different. And people want to mm-hmm. people want to put that name out there. People want to wear that name. And uh and they want to be label slaves. I had to learn it myself. I always wanted some type of label. Uh, somebody sent me a text just now. US Polo Association. You will get clowned. For wearing U.S. Polo Association, right? How about think think about that? It's a shirt, but but in in certain neighborhoods, certain certain cultures, you get clowned for wearing that because it's not actually polo. Shoot, I love wearing my U.S. Polo Association. I ain't paying paying no eighty five daggone dollars for half a shirt that I'm going to wear twice. Hey, you got we got call Um, what's your name? Where you calling from? Uh, this is Shiz. I want to rise, boy. <laughs> Call from Delaware. It, it's not, it's you, you. You had a comment for us? Um, like it's that's our culture, and like other places, like Japan and all that, they don't care. They have not. They don't care whether it's five dollars stuff, thousand dollars stuff. They gonna get two. You said they gonna get two, huh? They don't. They don't care. I said here, we're the only people. We're the only culture that that that's so stringent on clothes. The model types clothes, how much the clothes cost, what type of colors match. We're the only culture culture that does that. The only country that does that. In Japan so, and China, they don't give two hoots what they what they wear. So sis, you um you, you heard you heard about the story with the um with Palesti and Payless, right? Yeah. Okay. So when you heard the story, what was what was your thoughts on it? It's the same it's the same point as everybody else. I said they just follow suit. Nike did it, Adidas did it, Reebok did it. I said, and nobody asked them questions about doing it. So Payless, why, why can't we do it? 
Same thing with Marshalls and Ross, all the same exact stores, but they sell high-end stuff also. You know who else does it? Think about this. Verizon Wireless, AT&T, Sprint, T-Mobile. Yeah, they do the same thing. That same exact thing. They do the same thing. Now you can get you can get these um, you can get these phone you can get a, 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 a smaller contract or, or a smaller price, whatever, and, and better deals from from like your Metro, your um, I can't even think of what some of the companies. But these these services are using T-Mobile. Their network. They're using their network. They're at least they're at least right. they lease their network. Like you can actually start your own phone business and use right. their and, network. And, and and but but people think there's something wrong with having a metro phone. Or or what's some of the other ones? There's um uh I can't even think of some of the other metro ones right now. That's uh cricket, um Boost Mobile was the same exact way. Boost Mobile. Boost Boost, Boost Mobile was uh was Nextel. Nextel now yes. So just think about that. Think about how we have become such label slaves in this. I mean it's not just clothing. Okay, I mean it's, it's it's electronics, it's it's food. Okay, I mean I, let's admit it. If you have a, a product as um, I don't know, if you buy store brand something, store brand juice, or if you buy you know high end brand juice, there might be a slight difference in taste. But for a lot of for a lot of these products, these things do not have any differences in them. Am I right? For some of the You're correct. So, I mean, think about this. Not, not, not when it comes to food. There, there, there's, a, there's a difference. There's a difference between Applebee's steak and Ruth Chris steak. <laughs> there's that's there's a big difference. Let's think about it's, this. No, it's not that it's cooked. It's not that it's cooked different. They get different cuts of meat. They, they, the quality. They, there is different. There is a scale there. But, but, but I have to agree. When it comes to the clothes, most of the clothing is clothing, shoes. All made in that same old uh, uh, sweatshop factory. You know, most of the clothes are made made very, very cheaply. And, of course, the label is the only thing that changes. And I think what Payless, I actually read the story when we all were talking about it. That was hilarious. If LeVar Ball had done that same tactic uh, of making sure that he had the media talking about his shoes, having players buy into his shoes, getting to get the right kind of people to endorse his shoes that wouldn't be conflicting with the contracts of Adidas and Nike, he would have been making BBB some stuff. But he he had the right celebrities wearing his shoes. So if he had got the right celebrities, he would have been all right. BBB days are not over yet. I'm I'm saying I don't think they're over yet. Even the next week came out was a lot cheaper, and people were willing to buy. So, I mean, his marketing strategy is a little different. But let me let me let me put another example out there of of, of a labor slave. All right, you're walking you're walking in the uh, in the drugstore, okay, and, and you and you see um, adhesive adhesive strips. You know the, the things that you you know you cut your finger you wrap your finger in it, right? Are you going to buy the ones that say adhesive strips, or are you going to buy the ones that say band aids? Because we associate Band-Aid with all adhesive strips, even though there's a Band-Aid is a brand name. Okay, let me give you one more. There is um, petroleum jelly, and there's Vaseline. They're both the same thing. 
Vaseline is a brand name. Vaseline has lotion. Vaseline has, you know, different different products. So people will buy the product that says Vaseline because they think that product that they're using is Vaseline instead of actually petroleum gel. So I mean, I'm just, I'm just, you know, putting yeah, things out. Yeah. But you got to think about it. You're doing public standards. I see you, do, you buy something like Vaseline or petroleum jelly. That's like your household stuff. Now, if you're going to a public eye, it's totally different. Like, I'll buy right. brand name stuff that I'm in the public eye, but I'll buy cheap name stuff when I'm at home because nobody sees that. I, so it's okay, more I like think, how it's driven by what the, what the uh, society is. Mm. And, and and we we can be so controlled by society sometimes as doggone saying. Yo, this show, this part of the show flew, guys. We got uh, just under nine minutes left in the show. <laughs> nine minutes left in the show. It's crazy. Um, 215-383-3992. Give us a call if you have any opinions on the Kareem Hunt situation or if you have any opinions on the uh, the Pelesi situation. The Pelesi situation is hilarious to me because, you know, there are so many label slaves everywhere that I, well, I bet you there is somebody that I know, and I don't I don't know this for sure, that somebody that I know or somebody one of you guys know or somebody, somebody knows on the live, and they saw these Pelesi shoes. I say, look, I got to give me a pair of these. Them things are nice. Hey, that's nice shoes over there. And then to find out that they were payless shoes and they just felt real stupid about it. <laughs> but like I you said before, all it takes is one person to endorse it. One person. One person yeah. that, that's, that's high up there to endorse it. That's all she wrote. Nobody yeah. asked questions about it, if it's payless or not. This person endorsed it, so we're taking it. We're going to get it. it, it it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy how those things happen, man. Um, I want to thank everybody for checking me out on, on the live. There's, I got people on my live right now having their own conversation. Um, y'all rude for that. I'm in my home. Um, yeah, they're having their own, their own little conversations. Kind of <clears throat> but, um, <laughs> oh, branding is important on so many levels. You could, you could have said that a lot earlier. Um, <laughs> but, yo, you know, they support the show. They support the, the movement, the new Twitch movement. You know, and I appreciate all that. Um, a couple of things going on. Um, last time we spoke to the people, we were at Drunken Sushi Catering and Cafe out Lansdowne. Definitely go check that out. Good food. Um, coming up soon, we, we're looking to do another broadcast. I don't know if R. Dot wants to put it out there yet, but we're looking to do another broadcast from another place. Is it okay to put it out there, R. Dot? If it is, I'll, I'll, I'll let you do it. Uh, we, we're not going to put it out there yet. We're still trying to finalize the details. Uh, but, you know, I'll, I'll put out the event because uh, they definitely have been supporting us strongly. Uh, so on December 15th, not uh, this upcoming Saturday, but the following Saturday, uh, okay. Trap and Brunch is going to be going on in Wilmington, Delaware. So make sure you check it out. It's going to be a really dope event. Uh, at the Artscape, uh, 205 North Market Street in Wilmington, uh, Trap and Brunch. So it's going to be great music, uh, some amazing food, and then we are going to have, hopefully, a live broadcast. So we're working out, trying to finalize the details on that one, but uh, we're just we're just trying to finish it up. We're trying to work out the last-minute details, and we may be in there broadcasting live. If not, I think we're still going to stop through and get some of that amazing food. Because uh, it's like the drunken sushi opening. Man, when I tell you that food, just Jay, you saw my face. I couldn't even focus on the show most of the time because we was I was so focused on the food. 
The food was absolutely amazing. The atmosphere was absolutely amazing, and this is going to be very, very similar. Absolutely, I definitely want to go over there and uh, and grab me some. You know, it's on the it's kind of on the way to the, to the field when I go to practice and stuff like that, and I can actually chill and relax there before I go. I told the kids on the team, I said, y'all definitely want to check out Drunken Susie Catering and Cafe over there. Tell them your coach sent you. I said, I don't know if that's going to get you a discount, but just let them know that I'm actually putting them out there. Um, look, hey, hey, we got six minutes left in the show. Um, I, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Shiz, Mike, and everyone a, a chance to you know put their final thoughts out there before we close this thing out. Uh, Shiz, you wanna you got any final thoughts before we uh, close this thing out? No, I'm pretty much good now. <laughs> <laughs> he said all he got. Hey, Mike, <laughs> um, you got anything you want to put out there? Um, yeah. Um, Greg Harden was able to get a second contract out of approvable evidence. Tyreek Hill still playing with provable evidence, even though there was no video. Uh, Ruben Foster got clear charges and has a job. Next year, it's going to die down. People are going to go back to their football, and Kareem Hunt's going to have a job again. It may not be with the Eagles, but, you know, y'all probably – y'all be one of the people in the race to pick him up if, if, if y'all don't get Le'Veon Bell uh, first. So, um, so he will have a job next year. Um, he's going to be gainfully employed. He's still a talent, um, and he won't be a – he won't be a severe PR hit like Ray Rice because when the more details come out about this situation, people are going to see that it was more of an altercation more than he's a one-hit quitter, and uh, like Ray Rice did his uh, fiance at the time. So uh, I'm fully confident that he will be in the NFL next year as a player, pending, of course, if the NFL decides to suspend him or ban him for all next year. Which which can possibly happen. <clears throat> Excuse can happen because they've done it before. Um, the one thing that Kareem Hunt has going for him that Ray Rice did not, is Kareem Hunt has only been in the in the league a year and a half. Okay, so he has a lot of um a lot of miles left in him. So and and he'll probably have the next year and a half off at least. And he'll have an opportunity. He may have an opportunity if he goes to they'll probably have him they'll have probably have him go to some type of rehab and you know, you know how NFL does their damage control. And his own his own camp may have him do some type of damage control to get him back into the league and, and, and getting those paychecks. Um our dot. We got a, but we got we got about three minutes left in the show. Man. Um your last words. I, I, I now I had to give you some, some more time than a minute to have uh last <laughs> words. I we ran into problems in the past. But go ahead. Yep. Man, I, I I truly and wholeheartedly believe that uh, Kareem Hunt's career is over. Uh, I do I do kind of agree with some of the stuff that Michael was saying. Uh, you know, looking at the Greg Hardy situation, looking at some of the other situations that have been put out there, uh, some people have bounced back from it. I just truly believe that with the NFL's uh, perception right now, especially with women uh, and how things are portrayed right now in the media, they were just beginning to bounce back from the Ray Rice situation, and then this comes out. So I think his career is over. They have to set another hardline example. Kareem Hunt is going to be that example. Uh, I applaud Payless for what they did with uh, Pelesi. Absolutely genius. Uh, I am actually borrowing some of the – I won't even talk about it, but I'm, it was yeah, actually – Yeah, I'm going to put it out there. No, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> not going to talk about that. But the the situation that just happened in Philly not too long ago with uh, with Homegirl and Milano, her, her line, where everybody was 
snapping because she was using old navy shirts and she was selling it for 200 bucks it's okay when a company like payless does it because this is a big white brand not to say it that way but then when somebody <laughs> on our end does it and it's somebody in our community who wants to come up and they're following the same exact tactics now they're shamed because of it so that's a whole nother episode for a whole nother day we're gonna get into that one later uh, I actually got to get out there with the Wilmington Wolfpack in about another hour. They have another open tryout today. So if anybody is interested in playing semi-pro football, definitely come check us out. Alpha One Fitness, Newark, Delaware. We're going to get it in today. Mm. All right. Well, there you have it. We have a little over a minute left in the show. Uh, Kareem Hunt. I think Kareem Hunt will end up being back in the league eventually. May take him two or three years. Um I won't. I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't take that long, but it might take him about two or three years to get back in the league, and uh, maybe solidify. He may not have the same type of career. It may, you know, he he may have to be in a platoon situation, um, but you know, it is what we'll have to see with that. Um, I, I still have to see the video. I want to let. I want to see the video. Everybody's seen it. I was still want to see the video to see what's going on. Um, the Pelesi situation. People think it was it was genius. I can see why they think that. Personally, I saw it more as like a social experiment, but you know, either way, both both ways, it got the job done. Um, so that just goes to show all you label slaves out there that you know don't you don't have to pay more money because of the name on 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 what you're buying. You can save a couple of dollars and, and invest in something and make more money that way. Because as soon as you put them on. The 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 amount. It, what's it called? What's it called when you pull a car off the lot? I'm losing. I lost my train of thought. Um, it's devalued, or the value the value goes down. Depreciation. Thank you. As soon as you put on it, as soon as you take them clothes out of the store, they, they depreciate. As soon as you take that car off the lot, it depreciates. So look, everyone on the Facebook Live, thank you for uh, joining us, and everybody else that joined us for the show. We appreciate y'all. We'll check y'all next week right here on Intelligent Ignorance. We out.